Hello everyone and welcome to the second installment of the Indie Artist Spotlight. This is rapidly becoming my favorite segment of the show and uh, apparently it is for several other people too. I've gotten some pretty good feedback. So not only will this segment be continuing, I'm seriously contemplating bumping it up to doing it twice a week. But for this week we're going to have just the one. And this one is a pretty cool one. I found this band as I was curating the Quarantunes playlists. And they were easily one of my top five favorite bands or favorite artists that I found during that whole process. They're an alt-rock band with kind of a folksy vibe in places. And it's just really cool. The instrumentation is really interesting. The vocals, the, the lyric writing, everything is just really a lot of interesting layers to it. And so I really enjoyed listening to their music. But we're going to be looking at uh, three songs from a band called Hip Bobsha. Our first track today is called The Rope Climber. Apparently, according to the band, it was inspired by the absurdity of standardized testing. The lyricist was administering this test and was just struck by the complete absurdity of the whole process. So let's have a listen, and I'll be right back with you right after this song.
I don't know about you, but I detected a strong influence of reggae in that song. The upbeat, the on the guitar, that's straight out of a reggae playbook on that upbeat. That was pretty cool. I, if you notice, you hearing that song was it was a good example of the layering I was talking about. And if you listen closely, there's all kinds of other little things happening. Whoever did the mix on it, it did a really good job of bringing all that stuff in so you can hear it, but it's not overpowering and it's just it's there. If you're not really paying close attention, you might not even notice it until the second or third time you listen through. So, all in all, I think this is a really good track. The uh, as far as the lyrical meaning goes. I don't know that I would have gotten the actual meaning from listening to that track, but then that's the beauty of music. It's if you have a hundred people listen to that track, you could easily have a hundred different interpretations. Our next track is called Wellspring. It was written several years ago and pertains mainly to uh, events in the world at the time. But the main message here is to appreciate what we have and to not take for granted that there's a value around us.
okay, this is one of the things that really drew me to this band when I listened to a few of their different tracks, is their uh, versatility, basically. That last, that first track we listened to was basically a reggae riff over a kind of a alt-rock type bass. It was... The, the combination was really worked well, but it was an unusual combination of uh, styles. This song here is almost a straight bluegrass-style song, but with kind of a more folksy, artsy feel to the uh, vocal performance on it. It's just really, uh, I don't know, it blows my mind how these guys managed to pull this many different influences in to make some really cool music. I really don't listen to the lyrics much until several times through, but I did pick up some of it, and I do kind of get what they're talking about. The um, the wellspring, you know, don't wait till it runs dry, basically. Like we said before, it's all about, you know, appreciating what you have while you have it. Another really good song, in my opinion, at least. I hope you enjoyed it. And our third and final track is called Evenings of Sound. The lyricist said he uh, wrote it, after watching Dead Poets Society, the lyrics don't really have anything to do with the movie. It's just more the mood that was created when he watched the movie that put him in the f- mindset of this song. The song basically explains the, the struggles a person is going through who's besieged by war in whatever form that may take. I assume most of us would uh, relate that to an internal struggle of some type or things going on around you like the current pandemic that we're in the middle of right now things of that nature so let's have a listen to this one and i'll be right back to wrap it up
and to mix it up once again, this track was pretty much just a straight rock track. A good old school rock and roll type track that's has its early roots in the blues. I heard definite influences of early harder rock bands like uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, The Doors, bands of that nature. So, again, mixing it up, different influences showing up here and there. Just what can I say? These that's what first impressed me about these guys. They they draw from all over the place. This track. It's kind of upbeat. It's actually one of my favorite tracks of theirs I've heard so far. And I think I've listened to pretty much their entire catalog at this point. I really enjoy this song just for the, the the vibe of it. It just feels good. And I never really paid that much attention to the lyrics before. I, like I said earlier, I, when I'm listening to a song, I typically don't. I'm listening to the, the melody, the rhythm parts, the instrumentation, the guitar mainly. And then I'll, three or four times listening to it, I'll really kind of start to absorb the lyrics. But... Um, so I hadn't really on this one until now and having the explanation from the uh, lyricist himself that really helps so I can see where they're going with that at this point but kind of an upbeat sounding song for being about struggle but it's I don't know it, it works it's kind of a bit of a juxtaposition there or at least it seems that way to me this has been an entertaining episode I've had a ball doing this one I hope you guys have enjoyed it half as much as I have which would mean I enjoyed it twice as much as you, I guess. So, yeah, that's probably not a good thing. Go out and check out Hip Bob's show. They, um, there will be a show notes page on AutonomyTalent.com. Go to AutonomyTalent.com slash podcasts and scroll down to um, Indie Artist Spotlight number two. And you'll see them right there. If you're listening to it the day or two after it comes out, it'll be the top one. But all their links, they have like one link that's to their website that has all the links to everywhere you can stream their music and all their social links and everything. Go follow these guys and go check them out and listen to what they do. Listen to the rest of their catalog. Go stream it on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you like to stream. I think you'll really be impressed with these guys when you really start digging into their music. And with that, I'm going to close out another episode. This is two in the books and a lot more of these to come. I hope y'all really enjoyed this segment. I know several people have said they are, so I'm digging on it myself, so I'm going to keep on doing them. Take care, and we'll talk to you real soon.